the Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Jason Allen Key. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast. We got the whole crew here today. The band is back together. The band is back together. <laughs> Jason Allen King, <laughs> William Albert Jacobs, Brian Boitano <laughs> Baltashevitz. Yeah. Nailed it. Very good. Well good done. Job. You, I do my research. <laughs> so uh, I'm. Uh, it's good to have everybody here. Heck yeah. This yes. is fun. Yes. It's now, Jason, you were gone last week. I was gone. Yeah. And you were. Want to let everybody know where you were at? Because yeah. we, don't, we don't give out your whereabouts. We don't know what you're into. <laughs> it's nobody's business but for you to tell. Yeah. No, this is great. This was last week was the end of uh, basically three weeks uh, on the road. But uh, I was at the Carolina Comedy Club in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And uh, it, for the people that that club's been there, I want to say for about seven or eight years. Okay. Uh, and I would say in the last, I want to say, year and a half, a new owner came in, renovated the place, like hundreds of thousands of dollars renovation this place. And it is gorgeous. It's a mm. fantastic club, Wednesday through Sunday. And I think over the summer, they even do it Tuesday through Sunday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's right there at Broadway at the beach. So they get, they get walk ups, they advertise like crazy. It's a fantastic club. Yeah, so now, now you were with friend of the podcast, friend Johnny of, yeah, Millwater. That's right, Johnny uh, Millwater, founder of the Charlotte Kerfuffle. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Millwater, you, you you were there with him. So how, how was yeah. uh, working with Johnny? I, I enjoy being with him. Yeah, no, jo- Johnny's great. Jo- you know, Brian and I were actually talking before we got started here about Johnny's Johnny's style, his his approach. First of all, he is a uh, he's a comedy file, so he is. He's a fan of of comedy, you know, from vaudeville all the way back up. And if you see his show, he definitely has some uh, some really great throwback style to everything that he does. And, yeah. Uh, so it was fun to watch him make adjustments. We we again talked a little bit before about having lighter shows versus you know a, a room full of two hundred people uh, and those adjustments. And he, even someone who plays as big as Johnny does, it was, it was really fun to watch him. And, and that's I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that the average listener who's not a comedian might not think there's a difference yeah, uh, between yeah. how you would deliver to a crowd that's got 12 or 15 people versus a crowd that's got 300. What would you say are some of the some of the little distinctions yeah, in terms of I, how you deliver? I, I think, uh, and I'll, I'll even uh, blow it even bigger, because uh, Tara Brown, I also want to shout her out. She just did that big show in, in Dallas. Yes, any, any time we can shout out Tara. <laughs> Love me some Tara. Well, I had a great conversation with her last night, which uh, has to do with what we're talking about now. She performed in front of just over 2,000 people in that, in that room. And uh, that was the first time of that that scale, I think, uh, for her from what she had said. I have not done 2,000 people before, but um, comedy anyway. And uh, she was saying how there had to be a, uh, you know, your pauses need to be a little bit longer because, you know, how the, the, the laughs traveling, you know, to and from stage and among, you know, people in the crowd. Whereas to go back to what we were talking about, having an intimate room, you know, everyone is 10 feet, 12 feet from you. You right, know, and right. and that's a that is also a testament to the club. They didn't seat people all over the place. They Good. put them up. They 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 sat everybody in every show. That's big exactly time. Exactly right. I mean, it's such a smartly run. D. D. Bellamy, Dennis Bellamy, 
uh, is sort of running the the comedy side of that. Um, Leslie Blackman is the uh, running the the club, and that just they're crushing it down there. So they have everybody seated right right up, uh, at, you know, in front of you. So you're not fighting to see where they're at, who's laughing. I mean, you are right there, and it's intimate. So. You know, for me, it's your delivery of your jokes is is going to be a little bit more um, conversational. Mm-hmm. But that's that's how it worked for me. You, ca- you know, I can't, probably came down on volume a little bit. Uh, you, I delivered my lines really to people's faces as opposed to, you know, bigger off out into the to the ether that kind of thing. And I, I think they, m- my experience is they they appreciated that, and, and you know, it, it worked. I think. Yeah, when I before I knew that difference. <laughs> I used to perform the same way all the time. Yeah. So I'd be up there. I mean, I'm going big, right? <laughs> to the back of the room. Oh my god, it'd be eight people in there. And I'm and I'm I'm doing it like I'm in Madison Square Garden <laughs> and uh just blowing people's heads off. Yeah. And I you know, I, I don't remember whether they laughed or not to be honest. Right, but I, I just you do have to bring it down some. I've tried to now I've learned to make it more conversational. And also, I find that when it's a smaller crowd, I'm more interactive. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to people a little more. Okay, well, what do you do? Yeah. How long y'all been married? You know, it's more of a like we're at a, like a cookout or something. The connection is different, right? Mm-hmm. So the connection between you and the crowd is always is a is a thing. It's going to be whether it's that bigger, even yeah. even if you go big, that's still the connection's there for the people in the back, right? Right. That connection is a little bit, you know, it's a little closer together. Volume's right. a little more down. Looking them in the eyes and their body language suddenly means so much more, and so does yours. Right. Things like that. Was it's all still still learning game for me. I, I'm I'm for not sure. afraid to say that. But it was I, we had a show of a dozen people uh, on one show. That's not a that's not a slight on the club at all. It's just we're off season down there too, and it was one of the best shows of the weekend, man. It was wow. so cool. Everyone was in it, uh, even if they weren't laughing. Sometimes people aren't big laugh, but they're having a good time. There was no. Uh, th- there was no awkward moments. You know, the energy, if the energy came down, it was just because we were shifting gears to a, to a new topic or a new, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, also makes crowd work uh, a lot of fun, too, mm-hmm. and important, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn near critical. <laughs> yeah. right. I, and the other part, I mean, because somebody listening to might not think, but, think this, but a smaller crowd is more of a challenge yes. than 300 however many people. Mm-hmm. Right, Definitely. because because the laughter travels. You got groups of people sitting together. I mean, it's just it, it is easier to perform for hundreds of people than it yeah. is for twelve people. So for y'all to be able to go <laughs> down there and have uh, great shows with that few number of people, I think not only does it speak to what the club is doing in terms of how they seat people, it also speaks to you and Johnny as comics and being able to to manage that because not everybody can handle um, numbers. You know, a smaller number like that. Yeah, I think Johnny and I, we uh, our our styles are different enough that that I think people got they people got a lot out of out of the shows. Johnny's kind of a wild man, though. So did he tone it down? For- uh, well, that's what I was gonna say because uh, yeah. he's he's. Yeah, he's like Gallagher without the fruit. Right. I mean, he's, he's <laughs> I big. would say I, I certainly don't want to speak for Johnny, but my observation was, yeah, he he. I mean, Johnny's Johnny's a pro. He's been doing this f- almost literally forever in terms of his life. So yeah, he he's not going to be daunted by by a dozen people. So yeah, I would say his, his change came in terms of a you know scale and scope yeah. mm-hmm. uh, compared to you know him. Lighting himself on fire like he normally does. So. Plus, he knows how to interact. <laughs> yeah, a, oh I mean, my gosh, yeah. yeah, he's that guy's a pro. So uh, that's that's good, man, and that's good to hear because I'm headed to that club this week. Uh, I'll be. I think we talked about it last week. I'll be headlining 
there Wednesday through Sunday. Wednesday through Sunday. That's so right. it is. Uh, it's a there's a lot of shows, <laughs> and I'm I'm on stage tonight. I'm hosting the March Mania Comedy Tournament. So uh, I'm just Tuesday. Just to be clear, as we record this, which is Tuesday night, it's the March Mania Comedy Tournament. So every Tuesday nights for the foreseeable future, you'll be here at the Comedy Zone hosting. Well, for March, the Myrtle. <laughs> <laughs> foreseeable. Don't. I'm just here four nights. Uh, that's not what. That's not what Debbie said. Don't make me cancel. <laughs> <laughs> so the Myrtle Beach shows. There was one as the show drops. One last night on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Right. So one tonight on Thursday night. Which right. so which, when you hear this, right. I will have I will have done the March Mania hosting gig right, two days ago. Right. And then I will be in Myrtle Beach tonight, tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday. And Sunday, right. Yeah. So two shows Friday, two shows Saturday? Two shows Friday, Friday, two shows yeah. Saturday, one show Sunday. Awesome. So okay. I'm just hopeful that my son doesn't forget who I am with these kids. It goes nah. quick. So I just yeah. I'll make sure I FaceTime him. You know, I come yeah, back and he'd be, "Who's this?" Yeah. You are you're really gonna love it, man. So uh, D D and Leslie, uh, Greg, uh, Lace uh, uh, is gonna take care of you. The bar t- like across the board, man. How are they with the great. food and drinks? Do you get a little discount on the? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can get a little bit. Yeah, you get a little bit. Get a little, so I think it's half off percent? everything. Okay, I could do half. Yeah. Half off is good. Then I will love it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have said twenty five percent. I'd be like, ah. Who's your feature? Do you know? Uh, but 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 I lo- I, I looked him up. <laughs> I looked him up. I watched some of his stuff. I like him, and then I forgot his name. So that I, seems crazy, Will. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's. I don't know. I'm 40. Doesn't that, matter, does it? No, it doesn't. Matter. That just doesn't matter. I, I was hoping to bring you or Ray or somebody, and I was like, man, I need to call the club and tell them who I want to go with, and then I just forgot. <laughs> Again, you are just shattering of everyone's. <laughs> Dude, understanding of who you are as a person, Will, that they just are like, I can't them. believe, man, it's so it, it is so frustrating <laughs> to be like this. Is it really? Because you can't pick and choose what you forget. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, like I went down to visit my in laws mm-hmm. uh, a couple of. <laughs> I went down to visit my in laws a couple of weeks back. Figured I get a jump on things because sometimes I'm last minute too. So I said, okay, I know what time my wife wants to leave. I'm gonna go ahead and pack this bag early. Make sure I got it in the car ready to go. Put it in the car. We got down there, and I realized I put it in the wrong car. So I'm down at my in-laws with nothing but me. Uh, No clothes, no nothing. You're kidding me. I had to borrow my father-in-law's socks. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Look, man, I can be absent-minded. This is next-level shit right here. I was dressed like my father-in-law for two days. You have got to be kidding me. <laughs> I, I wish I was kidding My you, God. man. I wear this man's socks and shirts. I Wait, felt so bad. Is it? Is your father-in-law white? No. Oh, okay. I thought I thought for some reason. I don't know oh, you why. Thought, you thought I married a white woman? <laughs> well, no. I know you didn't marry a white woman. <laughs> oh, but you thought her dad was, might have been right. Yeah, right. because I know her backstory. I thought. Yeah, you know her the, origin story. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Okay. Well, never so, the, so the audience is not confused. My wife is, was adopted. Yes. My wife's adopted, uh, but her parents, it's not a different stroke situation. Okay. Everybody's black. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. <laughs> well, Brian, I, I don't know if you guys have met. This is Will Jacobs. <laughs> Will, this is Brian. How long I've been um, doing? How long we've been friends, Brian? <laughs> No, I did. So that doesn't mean I know what race your father in law is. I'm pretty sure you've been in the same room with him a few times. Uh, oh my God. 
Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel Maybe like you Sanders should... baby shower though. Well, like, it's gonna be uh, weird I, when I, you guys are now. I can tell you that. <laughs> I, just, I just, you know, I just feel like you should have known he was black. I think That's so. All. You know what yeah, I mean? Jake, I, you knew he was. I, don't, black. I know. Of course I knew. I don't want. Well, I'm sorry, of Brian. Of course I knew. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the the sake of comedy, and I, feel, and, and I feel like if I had a black wife with a white daddy, you'd remember the conversation I told you that in. Like you'd go, okay, I remember him telling me that, that she had a white father-in-law. I I would have loved to have been in the room for you. Go, uh, hey, uh, dad, can I borrow some of your socks? <laughs> my feet yeah. are my feet are cold. It, it was awkward. And Actually, I, I didn't. I asked my wife to ask him. No. Yeah, uh, I, I couldn't uh, do it. I couldn't do it. This is like you being afraid to swim with sharks. You're like, uh, well, I can't. I can't. Well, do well I planned it my out. These so. are cold, but I I just can't. I can't ask the man, sweetheart. <laughs> I walked in to soften him up, so I go. <laughs> Man, let me tell you what I did. Oh no! So then I told him the story and left, and I told my wife, "Okay, go ahead now. Ask him, can I use the socks and shirts?" Oh, I can imagine the conversation. He went to his bedroom where his wife was at. He was going, "You believe this?" Son of a bitch. Oh, he probably went in there and goes, "I can't believe I gave this I, man my blessing." I cannot. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. I wish I could go back in time. Yeah. And tell him no. Absolutely. He's he grabbed you, tried to pull a ring off Spans your finger. Man's like I'm 70, 80 years old. Never forgot all my clothes. Never. Uh. Is he some kind of weed head? What is wrong with this young man? <laughs> I'd have so many questions. Just you packed and put it in the wrong car. That's what I did. And I and here's the thing. I didn't know it was in the wrong car till we got there. I got out, walked uh. around to the trunk, popped the trunk. I said, where's my bag? <laughs> and then I said, oh, Money. shit. Oh my we God. got robbed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have done. We got robbed. That's what I would have done. <laughs> Call the police. No way. I was <laughs> Somebody stole my duffel bag. I can't but That is. <laughs> so, so that is to say, and, and really, I mean, God bless my poor wife because, I mean, it, it hits her Talk all. about regret. If my, if my wife, <laughs> like last night, for example, last night, my wife is, is uh, getting her doctorate. Mm -hmm. So she's crafting this survey that 20 people have to answer. So I'm about to head upstairs and get, get my son a bath and put him to bed. And my wife said, hey, babe, can you fill out this survey for me? And I said, yeah, yeah. I do. How long does it take? She said, it's about 10 minutes. I'm trying to make sure it's all working right. I said, oh, no problem. I said, oh, when you need it? She said, uh, tonight, just sometime tonight. I said, ah, no problem. You no. think I didn't take my ass up there, give my son a bath, put him to bed, and then I went to sleep? And then I got up at 4 in the morning. And you, if you would have seen my face, if you remember Home Alone when the McAllisters remembered that they left, <laughs> that they left Macaulay Culkin. Ha! Ha! Not again. This has happened 100 times. Yeah. And then my wife would go to me, oh, well, you're always forgetting stuff. And I said, no, no, always is strong. I don't know why you have to cascade <laughs> it over everything. But really, it is almost always. Yeah. It's yeah. almost That's always. That's the impression I, I'm getting. I, uh, I thought that you were going to tell the story you told me last week. Which one was this? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the... I forget which one was this story. <laughs> you had to uh, run by the school. The, the baby seat story. Oh man, dude! <laughs> All right, so okay. <laughs> I didn't know if he was now. Tell now it. we might now we might get some viewer yeah. emails on this one because this is not good. But yeah, so I did. We uh, everyone had to settle in <laughs> yeah, because we, we know we where this that, is going. Yeah. So and the problem Jesus. is, I always start with such good intentions, like with the bag. I started right, yeah. with I'm gonna get an early jump on this. Quick little segue. This also happened on Valentine's Day. I got my wife a wonderful card because a lot of times I'm scrambling around last minute. And when you wait last minute to get your greeting card, 
it, sometimes it's pretty trash. Yeah. yeah. Like you giving it, and it's like, you know, you're mm-hmm. supposed to be happy about mitzvah. Happy about, right. <laughs> it, it's, it's like you can just kind of wedge it into yeah. the holiday. So I didn't want to be in that position. I wanted to have a full selection of cards. So Valentine's Day is coming up, February 14th. End of January, I'm getting my card. I'm looking looking for the perfect message. I'm like, I'm going to set this one off right. Okay? Ain't no half-stepping on this Valentine's Day. We coming in on five years. I want to show her I'm a new year, a new man. I'm not going to do the shit I used to do. Look at this. I love it. I'm right. I'm really trying to take the bull by the horns yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, so I said, I'm going to get this card. I'm going to have it ready. Boom. Got the card and then forgot where, because I, I had to hide it from her so she wouldn't find it. And then I forgot where I hid it. So once again, I'm sitting there February 13th. <laughs> like, oh shit, I gotta go get a card. Same situation, because I forgot where I put the card. Just to be clear, the story you're about to share was within the last month, right? Yep. The Valentine's Day story is within the last month. <laughs> yep. Visiting the in laws. Yeah, that's last month. Yeah. Okay. All this. Boy, yeah. Thank boy, you for that context. Boy, this always is sure well, feeling just, appropriate. Are you okay? I, yeah, I don't know. We need to get you I somewhere. Don't, I don't know. I need to go get my brain looked at. I, I don't like know what's going on. It is a lot. It is a lot of forgetting, yeah. particularly for an attorney. That is scary. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I do my job. Early onset weed high. I don't I, know what is going on. I don't on. know what's going on. Yeah. I, you know, I don't even smoke. I don't smoke. I don't smoke. I walked away. I walked away. Again, New Year, I'm doing this thing different. Yeah. I say, you know what? I'm tired of forgetting stuff. Yeah. And I think this is a part of it. Turns out it wasn't. I forget at the same clip I did when I smoked. So. This is where you look for that meme on Facebook. It's like, if you forget shit all the time, that means you're smarter than everybody else. <laughs> like, yeah, that, see, that's the one. See, if you're messy and you curse, it means you're intelligent. Sure. So, so okay. Well, so, what, has there been a blow to the head? Or something in the last no. six weeks? No Any, blows to the anything? head, no falls, no draw, nothing. A stroke? Nothing. Something? D- just be forgetting shit. Mm. That I wish I knew. If I knew the source, I, I would address it. I don't know. But uh, but to tell the yeah, story so you, you, the, were gonna, you were alluding to. Uh, <laughs> is my, I, I am at, at I am Will Jacobs. <laughs> okay, yeah, just, yeah, yeah just, just, just you remember. We do not condone <laughs> we don't, anything you, you're we, about we, to we hear. We don't condone what y'all about to hear. That, that's what they're saying. Uh, so what happened was, <laughs> okay, so my wife uh, usually picks our son up around 5 o'clock from the little school he's at, uh, his little preschool. So it came around that time she was working on an assignment she had to send in. So I said, look, babe, let me, uh, let me take care of that for you. Uh, I'll get that. Or not take care of the assignment, but let me take, pick him up. I said, I'll pick him up. Don't worry about it. Because she does, doesn't want you anywhere near the assignment. Nah, nah, nah. She don't want me near that. She don't, she, she don't want me near that. So, so I said, I'll pick him up. So hop in the car, get halfway there, and realize that I took the car that doesn't have a car seat. And it's raining, so I really didn't feel like turning around. Now, 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 most of you would hear it's raining and think, okay, that means you really turned around and went and got the car seat because it's raining. No, because that's what my wife thought. That yeah. She let me know that that's what she would have thought, too. Sure. But no, no, no. 
Escalate. I said, the, the tension is now escalated because of the rain. <laughs> right. Opposed to now, I really can't turn around and go get the car seat because it's raining. <laughs> and plus, the, the, in my mind, the school's only five miles up the road. Okay? It's not even five, five minutes. Okay? So I said, you know what? I just sit him in the front seat and put a seatbelt on him. Shit. So I drive. Uh-huh. The boy, he's two and a half. Oh, right? God. The boy's two and a half. <laughs> so I go. I pick him up. Sit him in there. And uh, my son's just like, oh, shit. Like, this is so oh, I'm, cool. I'm, I'm rocking with daddy. Now. So really, now. I'm like, so I'm like, okay, this is kind of a bonding moment, right? So <laughs> I sit him in. So you and your son, same yeah. level of now. Now, I knew, and I knew that uh, once I put him in the car, once he got in the front seat and I put the seatbelt on, I knew he was a little too small to be up there uh, because the top. That, that's when you knew. <laughs> that's, it took that long? All right. Well, see, so belt's awfully loose. Sometimes <laughs> the laws are a little over precautious. That's all I'm saying. You know, I'm an attorney. I see some of these. I see these laws all the time. It only so, takes. And someone makes one mistake and then they have laws that's like right. this. That's right. Now yeah, we know who. These laws it was. are for people like me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I go to strap him in and uh, the shoulder strap is over his face. So I'm like, okay, he's probably. Uh, He's probably too small, but I can't take him back in. I'm here. I'm here. Plus, they charge you by the minute if it's past 6 o'clock, and we were at 558, and I'm not so paying. Not no, no, we're going to risk tragedy. So, <laughs> I, so I put, so, for $5. So for fun to save $5, because it's only five minutes, right? To save $5. So I take the strap that's on his face. He's like, so I took it. I flipped that behind him. So now he's just got the weight oh strap on. And we go ahead and take off on the way home you in took, the rain. You took off one of the one of the two only two restraints that he had. You took one off. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, if we'd have got hit, he went flying through the window. Yeah. That, there's no question about that. I uh, I thought you were gonna say you had him stand up in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> he could have. That's how tight it was on him. He could have. He could have done whatever he wanted. That was not restraining him at all. Yeah. Uh, so, but in my mind, I go, "Well, shit. I get home before she even yeah, sees this." Sure. Not my wife. I forgot I married a ninja. <laughs> so a ninja wife. A ninja wife. So I put the strap behind and we rolled off. He's like, oh yeah, pointing this stuff. But then he started reaching for gears and I said, this is oh, <laughs> shit. I forgot about that part. So now he tried to touch and take the car into reverse. And said, just, just sit down, man. All right. I'm already doing too much. I don't need you touching shit. <laughs> so I flipped it. So we get back home. Get out the car. You make it home unscathed. Make, make it home unscathed. That's right. an important right. we, that's part of this. We should, the young man is fine. Not even any close calls. We we were good. We were good. Grace of God, we were fine. We walk in the house, and my wife goes, uh, "I know you didn't. I know you didn't do that." <laughs> and see when and see now, my wife's a tricky one. Mm. Okay, because when she says that. I don't presume that she's talking about the that that I know is the that. So I go, oh, yeah, you know, leaving without his bottle. I know I should have brought something with him (laughs) to sip on on his way back. You right. You right. Okay. She's like, that's not what I'm talking. (laughs) (laughs) Then she goes, we're getting a car seat and we're putting a car seat in your car. Because here's what happened, dude. Oh okay, here's what happened. God. This is why. This is why she's I, smarter I, than you, by the way. Oh, five <laughs> leaps and bounds. Yeah, I just it felt it felt necessary to say this. Is Ken Jennings versus fucking <laughs> Ken Jennings versus, versus me? Actually, <laughs> it's that's how you that's how that ends. Uh, yeah, that's my wife as much, especially when it comes to life and death. So, 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 so I'm like, okay, well, and here's me, right? Being being whatever I am. 
She goes, we're getting a car seat. And I'm like, look, okay, I understand you're angry, okay? But you don't have to get dictatorial, all right? <laughs> you, what you, what you, what you. Oh. <laughs> Double down. Well, that made what it you, better. What you should have said was, I think we should get a car seat. Okay, oh. I'm a grown-ass man. Ain't no reason to walk in here talking about you getting a car seat like I'm the child. I brought the child home. I'm not the child. I saved us five bucks. I saved us <laughs> five bucks. <laughs> and then, and then here's the part. And this is the problem with being an attorney, every and a comedian, because both of these skills are at play. Everything she says, I got to come back. It's natural. Yeah. I can't even control it. She said to me, uh, "Well, what if a cop would have saw you?" I said, "Well, I mean, I, I, cops see us texting and everything else all the time. A cop can see a million things. What does that mean?" Well, what if he would have? Uh, what if he would have flown out the window? He wasn't gonna. It was five minutes down the road. I can't believe you you made her defend her position. <laughs> that is that is an attorney if I've ever heard one. Brother, you made her defend the it, absolute winning position. It is an out of body experience. It's like becoming the Hulk, <laughs> and then after you calm down, being like, "What did I just do?" Uh, <laughs> like you shrink back down, and you're like, "What was that?" What now? She ain't talking for two days, and you're like, "What? Why? Oh." What what was that? So then, of course, I went after we had it out about this because I didn't like the way she suggested the car seat. <laughs> after you were wrong. After I was dead to hell wrong. <laughs> Not like, like dead to hell wrong, you know? Yeah. But I still got something to say. And that just drives my wife nuts that I'll be dead wrong and still have some shit to say. My wife wants me to go, you're right. I was wrong. I'll go order the car seat. In retrospect, that is what I should have said. Mm-hmm. Hell, I told myself I should have said that. But I'm in the moment, just like I'm in the rain in the moment, okay? Mm-hmm. I, here's another point I made. <laughs> I said, all these things are easy when you're sitting back here on the laptop, okay? I'm out here, oh, in, no. I'm out oh, here no. in these conditions. No, you can't. I'm trying to balance <laughs> the, the dollar late fees. <laughs> in these I'm conditions, that, I'm making those decisions real time. I took the Acura out in the rain. <laughs> I'm in the rain, wondering, okay, do I go back and risk being late and getting wet? Do I do that? <laughs> I'm making these decisions. You on the couch? You're like a pilot. You're like I a Monday morning quarterback. <laughs> you are like a you are like a fighter pilot. You have to make these decisions now, or I someone like- dies. <laughs> I'd like to see if you would have been in the car, whether you would have went and got the car seat. <laughs> of course, she would have. I think you know. That's, yeah. First of all, she, would she wouldn't have forgot. <laughs> she wouldn't have forgot the car seat. Come on, she would have picked the right car. Will that's all that happened? You picked the wrong car. And this is why my marriage is on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, he mean, what he means is it's drunk because that's what's necessary for it to succeed. <laughs> I promise I'm trying to do better though. I, I, I I'm working on it, but uh, I got to get that immediately defend myself shit mm. out of me because that is my yeah. first thing is to defend myself. Like I'm being attacked. Yeah. I need to defend myself when I should just shut the hell up yes. and go. Look, you're right. He could have died. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah. And I mean, if we, I mean, and you think about it, it's like if something would have happened and this kid goes flying out the window. Of course. Like, but, you know, I mean, if that would, I mean, she would have never let me live that down. You would have you know never I mean? let yourself. Oh never. my God. She wouldn't. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'd be sad too, but the I big mean, thing is, she I would have never. never heard the end of that. <laughs> Could you imagine if my son would have flew out? <laughs> Holy I would have never. Oh my God. Oh my God! Oh my God! Held that over your head. Oh, everything, everything would have been. But remember when he (laughs) flew out the window? 
Oh my well, God. I think we should watch football. Oh, I bet you do, Mister <laughs> Sun. Fly out the window. I just, I just, I know how it would be. That would be that would be the worst part. Yeah, yes, sure. that's good. Wow, uh, we're gonna let everybody settle in and yeah, and, and really process what just happened there. Uh, again, it's at I am Will Jacobs. Um, yeah, uh, we should say before we go to a break. Uh, coming up here at the Comedy Zone this weekend uh, looks like. Uh, Starting on Thursday, uh, March fifth. Uh, Ar- it's a solid promo. Arnett's, yeah, I gotta. I'm out of breath from out from from all that. This but, was a lot. But yeah. Arnez J is here uh, all all weekend at the Comedy Zone. Uh, so come check that out, guys, and we'll see you back in just a minute. How many servings of fruits and vegetables should you be eating? This is a 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina. The magic number is five. Three servings of vegetables and two servings of fruits have been connected to lower risk of certain cancers, stroke, and heart disease. Fruits and vegetables are a great source of essential vitamins and minerals in addition to plenty of fiber to maintain a healthy gut and reduce the risk of colon cancer. And they're high in vitamin C and potassium. If five servings seems like a lot, consider starting your daily vegetables with your first meal of the day. Snack on fruits and vegetables instead of whatever your current go-to snacks are. Use vegetables as the main ingredients in other dishes like baked goods and chili, and whenever you can, get fresh vegetables, especially in the summer when they are in season. This has been your 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina, official team physicians of the Carolina Panthers and proud sponsor of the Queen City Podcast Network. For more tips or to make an appointment, visit orthocarolina.com. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Comedy Zone podcast. Well, I wanted to tell you, uh, Brian, too, that uh, if I'm a little off today, I, I had some dental work done. Uh, yeah, that's not, I feel like a 12-year-old right now. I don't know if <laughs> people still do that, but uh, but I did it, and I was like, you know, I'm not excited about it, but I, I go in, and and uh, it's like the, it's like a factor. There are so many offices in this place. Uh, uh, it's Charlotte Dentistry, Armstrong's mm-hmm. office, by the way, they did a great job. Um, so I went in, and I don't enjoy that at all. I don't. Does anyone actually enjoy going? In? Nobody does, uh, right? That's I think you have thing. to be a special kind of person to enjoy yeah. a going. sociopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so I, I cracked tooth, so I had to go in and, and uh, mess around with it, and it was like sounded like road construction. But uh, the only part that was a real problem, right? They put the needles in, and, and that kind of pinches a little bit. And then they do it, and I was fine. Uh, but ever since then, as uh, as the Novocaine wears off, I've had like stars. From the pain from this, really? I have not had this much pain. No, yeah, it's so bad. It's so bro, bad. bro. Ain't no pain like tooth yeah. pain, man. It's the worst thing ever. I don't know. I don't like it. At that shit will bring Mike Tyson to his knees. Yeah. Like tooth pain yeah, with bad. that nerve and oh, yeah, it's bad. So if I've been a little off, that's what it is. So I'm gonna get another drink here real soon, <laughs> and I'll feel real nice. Oh, so. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, one, yeah. Man. I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm right now. I'm a big boy. I just want everybody to know if I sounded funny. Well, if I didn't sound funny, that's <laughs> yeah. the reason. That's the reason why. Well, kudos to you for playing hurt. Yeah, right? what, 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 I would what have skipped this shit entirely. I'm not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> You'd cancel. Oh, I would have definitely canceled. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing I will do is cancel. <laughs> 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 Nothing better than canceling. Uh, yeah, I, I had a tooth thing. Uh, I had a 
at uh, a cap or whatever put on a root. I don't know if it's a root canal or. Uh, they, I don't know. They why. went down. Know. Yeah, they went down. And I always looked to Brian like he would know. <laughs> but I, but I went down because he pretends he knows everything. So I, so I, I went. <laughs> I don't pretend. <laughs> there it is. I do know everything. <laughs> yep, my bad. That's true. So, <clears throat> so I went in there and they and they did some kind of work at the root. I guess it was a root canal, whatever it was. But they put a cap on it, mm-hmm. and then I started having this pain like a year later or something oh, no. like that. And uh, turns out I had some kind of infection that developed. Mm. And uh, when, when you talk about pain, like whatever it was, there was st- stuff in there that started pushing up against the root of the tooth. Oh, boy. And uh, I couldn't sleep. I, I was sleeping for maybe three, four days straight. I was sleeping about two hours a night, maybe. No kidding. Oh, that pain was just... So when you say tooth pain, yeah. if you've ever had that, like it just shuts you down. Yeah. It's all you can... It's, and it throbs. Right? Yeah. I, it's just... Well, oh. What I had, I, apparently, I... Uh, and this is... <laughs> <laughs> this is the other reason why I say little Jason King is uh, <laughs> they want me to wear a mouth guard because apparently I'm grinding my teeth a little bit and I, really? I cracked one on either side. Oh wow! Like right and across from each other. Yeah, yeah. I guess over time, that's that was the idea. So uh, yeah, so they're going in and and fixing the, the cracks. And hopefully yeah. that's yeah. So so how long are they saying this pain you're going to be dealing with? I th- I think uh, it's just like takes some Advil to be gone in an hour or two and I about four so. more drinks. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be fine. Yeah, Advil and then, and then in like two weeks. Whiskey. Yeah. Well, what's funny is uh, Jen kind of made fun of me because they separated my. They're doing one side today and the other side in like a week, uh-huh. and she's like, "What? What are you talking? Get it done in one day. Come on, you're a, be a man. Do it." Like you know, she's giving me the, the business, and I'm like, I, "It was their suggestion." Well, now I know why. Now I know why. <laughs> no, I they saw me and they're like, "This this kid can't handle. It. He can't handle both of them. He's not built. <laughs> one day. He's not built he, for the two for one. He's not." <laughs> <laughs> as embarrassing as it is, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I could do the two for yeah. uh, two for. Well, uh, everybody that uh, send good thoughts, prayers, <laughs> vibes, whatever you send, drinks, send yeah, drinks, so people. <laughs> don't worry about vibes. It's always drinks. it was always weird to me when I see people. They go, well, I don't believe in God, so I don't send prayers, but I'll send vibes. So yeah. <laughs> send positive thoughts. Either way, you talk yeah. about sending yeah. some shit. So what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like if I, one is ridiculous, all of them should be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> right. The only thing less helpful than prayer <laughs> are vibes. Vibes. Positive vibes. If you don't believe in prayer, why are you sending yeah. the vibes? Yeah. You want to really help? Send puppies. That's what you should do. That's the only thing that's actually going to help. Or money. You send, help send cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Marijuana. Jason. Damn right. Oh, so, uh, so I just um, also... Uh, I wanted to talk about because we again we have the March Mania competition coming yep. up, mm-hmm. and for people that hear us referencing that, uh, what the March Mania competition is there, I believe this year are thirty two comedians that in the month of March we have head to head competition. Yeah, there are brackets, just there like are brackets, the yeah, just like tournament. the NCAA bracket, and just like the NCAA bracket. Uh, all the trash teams are in the early rounds, <laughs> so it, when you come to these shows. Well, you <laughs> coming late March? Woo, <laughs> woo! If you want to see all good ones, wait a couple weeks. Because oh, so when you come in now, this is like American Idol when they outside. I love seeing people fall apart, though. Woo! I, I mean, it's gonna be some. Yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy. I mean, when you talk about some bad comedy, these are the nights where if you're like, what is it like to see somebody bomb out of their pants? <laughs> This is the time to come see. Like, that. What does it look like when a dream dies? A dies screaming, right in painful front of you. death. What does that look I've like? I've never seen someone give up on life 
real time. You see the life drain yeah. out of their eyes. <laughs> oh, what's rock bottom? Oh, there it is. Oh, God. Oh, it happened come, in five minutes. They Jesus. come out with so much energy and this glitter in their eye, and they hit that stage, and, and Jason can attest to this, Brian can attest to this, and audience knows whether they like you within seconds. Oh, yeah, it, uh, it don't take long, right? Mm-hmm. So so they, by the time you're two strides onto the stage behind the curtain, they the pretty much know decide. whether they're going to they're going to give you some love. Yeah. And, yeah. and unless you got bangers, like they're done. They're done. They're done. They're you done. Better... And with this competition, I think you have 3 minutes, 5 minutes. I want to say it's 3. I've been hosting oh, the show for know. seven years. Yeah, and I don't he doesn't know how know. long they No have. one's surprised by that. I'm though. just waiting to get my shit off. I don't know how long <laughs> these people talk. But uh, so, but but yeah, so they go out, they perform, and uh, and the thing is that most of the people that perform, they have family members, coworkers, oh. people that dating. They come to see them do horribly. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, you know, for the for the people listening, I'm going to say this tonight. Uh, what happens is they get mad and they get mad at me. They get mad at the person closest to them. <laughs> so the way we have it is two comedians perform. Uh, I'll introduce the one, then I'll introduce the other one, and then I come back, I bring the two on to the stage, and like Apollo, I hold my hand over one, give it up for so-and-so, audience mm-hmm. claps, and I say, if you clap for the first one, you can't clap for the other one. Right. I put my hand over the other one, audience claps for the second one. Whoever got the most claps... Yeah. Uh, is is the winner? Yes. Yeah, so if you're wondering if it was cruel, it is definitely. It's oh, very it horrible. An audience cruel. is going to look at you and tell you right to your face whether they think they want it. You should move on and tell more jokes. <laughs> That's right. Like give up or keep going. Right. So, Ed, go ahead, bro. Well, when you and I met, we've told the story on the show before. You and I met at at, at I might at the first round of March Mania. Yeah, that, that was uh, <laughs> about uh, seven years ago. Yes. And I was getting on stage for the first time in about twenty years. Oh boy! And I was up—I can't remember who I was up against now. But uh, you—I did my thing. He did his thing. You did your thing with the hands and everything. You chose me as the winner in the first <laughs> round, and, and and the guy I was up against went, "That's a bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> Folks, and you got to understand, I mean, we crushing dreams That's out rough. here. Yes. So That's some right. people don't it's take rough. it well. I've no. had people, man, listen, I can tell you some stories. And I think one reason that Debbie, who who is the, the producer of this whole yeah. thing, Debbie Millwater, we'll have her on one of these weeks. But uh, Debbie, uh, me and her have been at this, doing this for, for seven years now. And, uh, man, some of these people, they 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 don't take it well. So they just get angry, and then they blame the claps. Like, I got more claps than he did. Like, you could have somebody get a standing ovation, and the only person to clap for you was the one that you rolled with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we heard for you. No, no, I had more than them. You weren't listening. Bullshit. They think I can't hear. They think I'm dumb as hell. They think I put them at a disadvantage. Yeah. They, I've had I've had people. I had half of Beatty's Ford ready to fight me one time because they person didn't <laughs> yeah, move on. Right? That's oh, right. they was they waited for me after the show. <laughs> I had people waiting to fight me after the show. But one reason I think Debbie likes using me is she knows that I don't really give a shit, and I'm I'm not. I don't care about any of that. And I tell them straight up, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Either way, that Joker you rode here with won't be here next week. So it doesn't matter what you say. Right. So you might as well just finish some chicken wings. And people <laughs> people really don't like it when you tell them to finish their food. Yeah. They, there's oh, just no. something about grown-ups yeah. that they don't like when you tell them to finish their food. 
So I, I've had all kinds of situations. So this is what you can see if you come to these March Mania shows. So yeah. Come and see it. It is a. Ooh. It's not a shit show. I don't want to suggest that, but it is. It's, it's a fun format. It is yeah, a really it's fun format. It's a show format. with some shit in it, though. Because it's, <laughs> there's also people the people who win, man, that people are yeah. they're hanging their balls out there. They want it, so they're going big, and sometimes <laughs> it doesn't pay off because they don't know what the hell they're doing. You really got it, and, and you don't just see bombing. Uh, you see bombing with people, like, rolling on the ground trying to sell the joke <laughs> bombing. <laughs> right. And if you've ever been on the ground, I've been in this spot <laughs> where you're selling the bit. Yeah. And this is the time for the act out, and you headed to the ground, and you're like, okay, well, they ain't laughing yet, but wait till I get to rolling. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hit that first roll, and everybody's just yeah. looking like, what is this motherfucker doing? Yeah. Yeah. Crickets. And you're like, oh, boy. And then I got to get up to silence. Yeah. There is nothing better than telling your joke that you know is your just big hitter. You know it's great. <laughs> you do it, and nothing. Crickets! And in your head, you're like, I'm f- I am. I am screwed. This is gonna be bad. And it's really, it's funny too. It's funny too when the one comedian that you going up against is up there killing, and the people laughing, and you see the comic back there like, son of a bitch, son of a bitch. And then they see the dude they rode with laughing like, motherfucker, you supposed to be in this for me? Will you laugh? And then, and then, like as the host, like if I laugh at somebody, they think the fix is in. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> they looking back. This motherfucker here, you supposed to be <laughs> yes, impartial. Right. I can't even enjoy comedy on these things. No, no, I you, you got to be it. the impartial. Yeah. No, I got, yeah. but I don't give a shit. No. I come up and laugh. And I tell the audience, like, look, I got my check. I'm not competing. I don't yeah. give a shit what you guys think about me. I'm just, because my real job is to try to set, number one, do it professionally, give everybody the same spotlight, you know, yeah. give them great intros. And also, That's right. If Jason is competing and the person before him comes up and is terrible, right, it's my job to come out and resuscitate the crowd mm-hmm. so right. Jason's not coming out to a traumatized yeah. audience. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because not only are some of these comedians bad, they're offensively bad. Yeah, right. Like right, one right. comedian went up there and I said, he was so terrible. And all his jokes were about how much he loved white people. And he was like Diamond and Silk, Trump's two black women. Uh, just slamming black people and just everything white people do. White people pay their bills on time. We don't never pay our bills on time. <laughs> All this shit. White people do the good version of the shit. Black people do the bad version of the shit. And it was three Jeez. minutes of this. So I walked up there and I said, it is amazing that this brother went up there and in three minutes he took us back 60 years. I've never seen <laughs> So So you got to say something, yeah. but you also don't want to crush the person. Yeah. You don't want to bully them, right? right so right. you have to kind of be delicate with what you do. Yeah. So it's like you want to acknowledge what just happened. Something right. terrible just happened. <laughs> right. We want to acknowledge that something terrible yeah. just happened. We all saw it. We all saw it. <laughs> you can't go up and be like, all right, so coming up next. No, 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 no. You got to address that big ass elephant. Because everyone's going to be like, uh, are we going to talk about that? We're going to talk about we that? We're going to talk about that? We're all just going to let that hang in. Right. All right. We're we going to talk about the Holocaust, uh, <laughs> yeah. all them jokes? Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> We were talking about the bad. You said Holocaust, humor. you helped me up. I was like, oop, oop. <laughs> it's all my tongue. We were talking about the Holocaust humor, the whole Chris Matthews five minutes you just did. Shouts out to Chris, he retired. Yeah, he did but, retire um, today. Yeah, yeah, different. Uh, yeah. Fifteen years too late. Yeah, that's hardball for you. So, but, <laughs> but that was inside baseball but for anybody. But so it's my job to do CPR on the crowd and bring yeah. them back so they're ready for the next person. Yeah. So when Jason comes up, 
He's not coming out to a cold crowd, and I will I will make sure that happens. Mm-hmm. So it's also a test for me, and you know it keeps me sharp. Yeah. Because I have to come out and and you know uh, adjust to things on the fly, and yeah. also I'm making little jokes and tags on to what the other comedians have said, you mm-hmm. know, to keep sure, the audience yeah, yeah. going and everything else. So there's a lot of lot of stuff I got to bring little, to the table. That's a good tip to cap of, of a good joke too. I mean, that's uh, also yeah. I think is a good is a good yeah. thing. You yeah, know? and I and I just love because for me, you know, I'm not the best at coming around and being around the comedy scene and all that stuff. Mm. We've talked about this before. Sure, yeah, Jay- yeah. Jason does great. I mean, Jason goes to all the stuff. I don't go to nothing. Jason's all these independent thirsty. shows. That's what it is. I'm just, I'm just He's a, a stage war yeah. is what Jason is. <laughs> I, 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 I'm a little more chaste than that. I don't chafed. I don't he meant chafed. <laughs> chafed. He goes a little more chafed. <laughs> but Jason, you know, he goes, what time is it? Oh, okay, we good. Uh, yeah, so he goes minutes. to more stuff. But yeah. that's my opportunity mm. to see folks. Because these are not you know, working comics yeah. uh, for the comedy zone anyway. These are, you can call them amateurs, whatever you want to call them, but these are people that are not, that have not hit that level yet where yeah. they, they're touring as features or headliners. If they are, they should not be in this competition. Right? Yeah, right. That's unfair to the people competing. These are, this is for up-and-comers. Right. And that's a good way for me to keep my hand on the pulse of the comedy scene. Yeah. One time a year where I get to see the new folks doing it, interact. If they have any questions for me, I always make myself available to talk with them. So that's my yeah. way of kind of, I don't want to say giving back and making me sound so whatever, but that is my way of giving a little bit to the scene and keeping up with what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it's, and fun, to be, it's fun to be a part of it, man. I, I totally agree with that. Because uh, on the other end of this is we're kind of teasing about it being... You know the first couple of weeks, the last couple of weeks, you're going to see some really good comedy. You're going to yeah. see people who've been, who are, you know, doing everything they can to make this this three five minutes the best that they can. And you get guys like Chris Mons coming out of it yeah. with some just just killer material. The guy's great. Yeah. He's an excellent writer. So he's I th- I don't know if it was last year, but I know he won it one time. Mm-hmm. And that's that that says a lot about uh, about March Mania. They got great people. I'm glad you brought that up. I have yeah. a list of the, the the previous winners and some some we have had on the podcast and some we have not had on the podcast, but it is my goal to get uh to get all the former winners on there. I wish we could just have a winners round table like where we yeah, have all fun. the all the previous be winners. Fun, yeah. Um but uh I'm looking now and so the previous winners have been uh, Tom Stover. Oh, oh man. man. Tom, what? what? Dude, yo. you said that. <laughs> Holy shit. Tom, Tom was my guy, man. Tom is, uh, uh, what a unique uh, comic yes, person Tom yes, is. Yeah, yes, he's cool. man. Wow. Uh, Tom Stover, Bruce Belil, another yeah. one of my favorites. Deacon Dean, yep. another one. Clyde Austin, Christian Johnson, uh, Kennedy Alexander Robinson yeah, won it twice. Kennedy. Did he? That's oh, right. yeah. two times. Yeah. So we've had we've had some yeah. funny cats, yeah, man, man, that are still doing it, still making it happen. So I'm hoping to get some of them on to talk about the experience. Yeah. I have not won it. I I don't know if it existed until. I, I don't think you ever you participated. I never participated. Yeah. I, I yeah. I, it was fight nights. I was losing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. I, I won the <laughs> fight nights a couple times. Did yeah. you win the fight nights? I, I well, I always tell the story. I, you and I you beat me. I beat you and Spencer. Woo! And wow. I say that only because of how ridiculous <laughs> that is. But I remember well, it's not ridiculous. It was but the three a, of us. Former ho- yeah. former co-host of the podcast, yeah. Spencer Taylor. Shouts out to Spencer. Uh, so now writing on the so show, mixed dish. Took us NBC, both yeah. out on the That's right. That's right. Mixed dish. Yeah. You said took us. Yeah. No, that was a big <laughs> it was a big deal for me because it was. 
that kind of humor. You know, that's, that's the thing that I, if someone, Spencer, I if someone anywhere says took us, I have to say took us out loud because yes. it's, it's hysterical. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, no, that's a, that's a big deal for me. That uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 of course you don't remember of it. Of course I don't. You remember. were that was probably like your. <laughs> but I believe you. I'm not doubting it. I mean, you funny. I mean, you're funny, so I believe it happened. Yeah. I just don't remember that. I, I I look at you know here we are like many years later, mm-hmm. and I look back on that like God damn, that's what awesome. a night. What a night. Yeah. Took these motherfuckers out. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you see mixed this, she's like, "Yeah, I remember the time I beat Spencer's ass in that uh, <laughs> fight." <laughs> you really, if you feature it, I'm headlining. You really should talk about the time you beat my ass. <laughs> really, they've got it backwards. They, I don't know what <laughs> I would just happened, but. be honest. But no, I'm not surprised at all to hear that. Jason's no. super funny. That's a so. that's a big deal to me. Yeah, that was your night, man. <laughs> but as he probably also had 50 people with him. We know Jason. Uh, like, I'm not a bringer. Hey, I'm not a lot of people that are very fond of you, Jason. <laughs> it looked like a civil I rights never, march when they I came never in bring. They were holding hands. I never bring people. <laughs> well, that's that. That is one of the complaints <laughs> that the, sometimes people with this competition yeah. have is no, I don't they know. had all the people with them. It's like no, those was the whack ass jokes yeah. you were yeah. telling. It was not the people. <laughs> the, generally, the whack best comics win. Yeah, I agree. That is, I, it's a meritocracy. Or not the sure. best comics, but whoever's having the best night. Sure. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. so, you know, you just have a good night. Well, after, after that statement, I'm glad you corrected that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not the best comic. Whoever the night. Whoever the night is the one who's the best for that night. Oh. Not the best comic. <laughs> and we have to mention, <laughs> the winner gets $500. Yeah, yeah this is not a small. This is yeah. not. That's yeah. more than some of these comics will make in their entire comedy careers. <laughs> Five hundred dollars. Yeah. I mean, especially for the people that suck. So <laughs> it's a lot of money, and and it's a lot of pressure on them because some people they like, look, man, I know I owe you a hundred dollars, but I'm about to get five hundred tonight. <laughs> Just come sit through the show. I'm gonna win. And these people are trying to get. They're trying to get spots on the stage. Yes, They're, this is a good place for a Ted and people to see them and give them, you know, but one of, gigs. one of the great, one of the coolest things in the world was. Uh, because when I thought about half of BD's four was ready to fight me, that was Deacon Dean. They they came yeah. to see Deacon and Dean. And Bruce, right? Uh, was it Bruce? Pretty sure it was Bruce Belial. Was it Bruce Belial was there that night? I'm, he beat he beat Deacon he Dean. He beat Deacon. That's what it was. Yeah. So a lot of so I told I told Deacon's people to sit down and finish their chicken wings, <laughs> and they were very mad. They were very angry. So they were waiting to fight me. I didn't know that they wanted to fight me outside the show. Um, but they but they had been waiting, and then uh, you fast forward a couple years later. And Deacon Dean wins the competition. Yeah. And it was just such a cool scene, man, um, because we went upstairs and Deacon Dean won the $500 and he had a whole lot of his people with him and he was buying drinks and all that stuff, man, just throwing <laughs> the money up. They got me a drink. So I ended up becoming cool with all, all his people. <laughs> oh, God, so it went from them wanting to whoop my ass <laughs> to uh, us having a drink together and celebrating Deacon. So it's, it's, it's so many cool little funny stories like that that happen at these competitions. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it for all the people participating. And uh, one thing I can guarantee you is it's going to be fun. Now, there's going to be moments where it's not funny. <laughs> and there's going to be moments where it's not funny and defensive. But <laughs> at the end of the night, you will be like, we had some damn fun. Yeah, We're going right. to have some fun. Damn right. Yeah, Good stuff. So that's uh, all I got for this week. I got to go out here and yeah. host this competition here in a couple right minutes. Right now. That's right. Yeah. So. Uh, make some dreams and piss people off. It'll be half and half. Yeah. Good. Well, enjoy that. Enjoy your time at the Carolina Comedy Club in Myrtle Beach. I will. You're going to have a great time. I can't wait to hear about that. Brian, thanks very much. Awesome. We'll see you next week. Yeah, we out of here. 
Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs> <laughs>